something I mentioned today is quite a day. I, I, I didn't, or I forgot to mention, today is also the 45th anniversary of the election of John Paul II to the papacy. It was on this date in 1978 that he was elected as our Holy Father, and he was so instrumental in bringing us divine mercy, which really comes from the Sacred Heart devotion. And the Sacred Heart devotion comes from St. Margaret Mary Alacoque. So how amazing that he was elected on her very feast day. It, it just, we never hear these connections and things little like this, but are so powerful. And so, you know, um, <clears throat> I just answered a letter on the airplane. Um, geez, I've been flying so much that trying to get the, the uh, correspondence is done, emails and texts, and, and I was answering one, and it says that the divine mercy is not good because it's, it replaces the sacred heart, and God gave us everything in the sacred heart. No, it doesn't replace the sacred heart. So let's look at this and the connection because it's so very important. Now, St. Margaret Mary Alacoque received <clears throat> the message of the sacred heart of Jesus that set the stage for divine mercy. Divine mercy is based on the sacred heart of Jesus. The rays of the blood and the water come from the sacred heart of Jesus. And a big part of when Margaret Mary ex received this was 1673, the very same month that we used to celebrate our founding as Marian fathers. Now we moved it up to the Oblatio of our founder in 1670, but we had always had it at 1673, the same time that Margaret Mary received the Sacred Heart. Amazing, these connections. Now, Jesus revealed to St. Margaret Mary, that, you know, she was a very simple nun. It was just like St. Faustina. Very simple, very similar. Um, did you know that Faustina was at a dance when Jesus revealed himself first to her? And do you know Margaret Mary was at a ball? She was at a, in a ballroom. She was at a ball when Jesus first revealed himself to her. So you got Faustina at a dance, Margaret Mary at a ball. They were dancing with boys. And here comes our Lord. I am your spouse, not this guy over here. And so <clears throat> they both saw Christ as the crucified Christ, not the glorified Christ. And St. Margaret Mary Alacoque preceded Faustina, but paved the way. She said there's two principal treasures of God that God wishes to bestow on us, his love and his mercy. Mercy is a particular mode of love. In fact, it's the greatest mode of love. The sacred heart is about God as love, but when you put that love into action, it becomes mercy. The two go together. It doesn't replace it. <clears throat> Putting your love into action doesn't replace love. It's built on love. And divine mercy, putting love into action, doesn't replace the sacred heart. It's built on it. And so uh, Jesus said, I promise that my powerful love will grant to those who receive Holy Communion on the first Friday of the month for nine consecutive months the grace of final repentance. They will not die in my displeasure, nor without receiving the sacraments. My heart will be their refuge in the last hour. Jesus talks about that in the, in the 
diary of St. Faustina. They, he's saying the same thing. There's nothing new here. It's not replacing the sacred heart. Um, and then Margaret Mary really focused on the heart of Jesus. And do you know she started praying between 11 p.m. and midnight on Thursday nights to make reparation for the pain in the agony of the garden. And this began the holy hour. This began the tradition of the holy hour. She would go for an hour on Thursday night, the night of the Eucharist, and would make reparation to his sacred heart for the sins of man that he suffered in the agony of the garden. Now, later, you all know my favorite pope, even though it's John Paul's feast day or uh, anniversary today, and I put him right up there. I, I, I mean, who am I to even say who's good or not? But Leo XIII in 1899, <clears throat> consecrated all of humanity to the sacred heart. All of humanity in preparation for the 20th century, where more would die for their faith in any century in the history of the church. 1899, in preparing for the 20th century, he consecrated the world of the sacred heart. And he called this the greatest act of his pontificate. And he confirmed the First Friday devotion. So stay with us Marians as we do the first Friday and Saturdays. Now, real quick, <clears throat> the amazing connection between Faustina and Margaret Mary Alacoque goes beyond those two. It also is their confessors. You've probably heard me say this once or twice before. It's so amazing. All right. The parallel between Faustina's confessor, who was Blessed Michael Sapochko, who I'm going to be, um, we're going to be releasing some more translations of his work. Phenomenal. And that of the confessor of St. Margaret Mary Alacoque are stunning. His name was St. Claude de la Colombière, and he was her confessor, St. Margaret Mary. So you have St. Pochko, who was Faustina's confessor, and then you have St. Claude de la Colombière, who was Margaret Mary's confessor. They are so similar, this is amazing. They both helped the nuns to discern their visions of Jesus. Both the nuns <clears throat> had similar stories, and both the confessors had doubts. They doubted the nuns at first. In fact, Sapochko even had Faustina psychologically tested. And then both of them carried the burdens of spreading the message. So for instance, St. Claude, he carried the burden of trying to spread the sacred heart devotion in a world filled with Jansenism. And so... Sapochko had the burden of trying to spread the message of divine mercy to a world full of war. This is amazing. This was the same situation between the two. Sapochko also had the burden of trying to spread the image, the feast, the chaplet in a world that didn't want to hear it. Now, both died on February 15th. So Sapochko and St. Claude died on the same day, uh, not same year, but same day, February the 15th. And that is St. Faustina's name day, St. Faustus. That's his feast day, February the 15th, which is the name she took. Faustina, Faustina is the feminine form of Faustinus, who was a martyr in the early centuries, and that was his feast day. This is amazing. And so it only took 33 years, kind of unique number, for Sapochko to be beatified. 
And so it shows that God wants this message of mercy out there. And so the key here is divine mercy is the fulfillment of the sacred heart does not replace it. Just like the New Testament is the fulfillment of the old. It doesn't replace it. Christ said, no letter of the law shall be undone, but I am the fulfillment of the law. Divine mercy does not replace the sacred heart. It fulfills it. Why? Because in the sacred heart, Jesus taught us, I am love. Come to me. We didn't. So in divine mercy, he teaches I'm still love, but now my love is put into action and I'm coming to you. I don't know if Brother Mark is able to show the image of divine mercy right now, but you can see the left foot of Jesus in every image of divine mercy is stepping forward, which means he's coming for you. He's coming. He said it's mankind's last hope of salvation and he's coming for us. You can see that in his left foot. This is amazing. And so it's, it's, it's love in the sacred heart, but in divine mercy, it's love put into action. And, and, and so that's why John Paul, who we celebrate today, who was elected today on Margaret Mary's feast day, isn't it amazing how this all connects, said, mercy is love's second name. Divine mercy is love's second, mercy is love's second name. In the sacred heart, it is love, in divine mercy, it is mercy, which is love put into action. Amazing. And so I want to finish with this fact because in the diary of St. Faustina, number 50, Jesus told St. Faustina that the flames of mercy are burning me, clamoring to be spent. I want to pour them out upon these souls. So in other words, Jesus is clamoring to pour out divine mercy on the world. And man, do we need it. By the way, please don't forget tomorrow, October 17th, the church is asking us to pray and fast for peace, especially in Israel and what is happening tomorrow, the 17th of October. So this is what our Lord, we're, we're, we're begging our Lord to pour out those rays of mercy. Now Jesus says, I want to. I'm clamoring to, but why can't he? Why is he not able to? Well, why is Jesus clamoring to pour out these graces, but he hasn't yet? And, and why hasn't mankind been able to receive all the graces that Jesus wants to shower on the world? Well, tomorrow we come together in prayer. That's one of the reasons we got to pray and fast. But the answer is because his sacred heart, <clears throat> which is the origin of divine mercy... All right, the rays of blood and water come from the sacred heart. That sacred heart is wounded by our sins. And so our Lord's heart desires to be consoled so that we can make reparation, to have us make reparation to the sacred heart for these wounds. And so that... Once we do that, then he can fully open the floodgates and pour out the divine mercy upon the whole world. This is why we have the first Friday. We got to make reparation to the sacred heart for the sin and ingratitude of the wounds that our sins have caused the sacred heart. Once we help heal those wounds of Jesus' heart, then he can pour the mercy on the world. <laughs> 
It's a very simple concept, actually. Why aren't we doing it? This is tomorrow. Start tomorrow. Start today, but especially tomorrow. We need to do our part to bring mercy to the world. It isn't just about God being some vending machine that every time we want mercy, we go and punch a button and say, pour more mercy on the world, Lord. Okay, we, then we go about our own way. We start sinning. We get in a mess. And then we say, oh, well, yeah, we need God's mercy again. Boop, 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 boop. And have the vending machine of mercy pour out. No, we got to make reparation. We got to ask. Remember the ABCs. A, ask for God's mercy. How do we do that? Jesus, basically, and Mary gave us the way through First Friday and First Saturdays. This is why we Marians have been doing this for three years. To tie the devotion of divine mercy and allow us to receive the mercy that Jesus so badly wants to give to us. And so remember, come join us on the first Fridays. It all comes from Margaret Mary Alacoque, today's feast day. And we Marians are in the middle of all this. This is why you're Marian helpers. Remember the purpose of the first Friday to make reparation to the sacred heart of Jesus for the sins and ingratitude that have wounded his heart. What do you do? You receive Holy Communion on that first Friday for nine consecutive months, made in honor of and in reparation to the sacred heart. And Jesus promised, if you do this, you will not die in disgrace. You will not die without the sacraments. And he says, my divine heart shall be the refuge in the last moment. And so stay with us. Be with us, uh, Marian fathers, especially first Fridays and first Saturdays. The connection between all of this and John Paul II being elected on this date, phenomenal. And, and as I go around the world, and I'm excited to tell you more stories, some incredible stories that happened in Ireland and in England and what's going on, some scary things, but some amazing graces too. So we hope to share all that with you and to be able to tell you that you're making a difference. Um, we, we, we went to Ireland, we went to Northern Ireland, we went to London, we, could, we, we didn't have accommodations for all the people. And all the people watching and coming together with you who are watching, coming together now, as Marian helpers have a purpose for doing what we are asking you to do. Make reparation to the sacred heart of Jesus so that he can pour out the rays of divine mercy upon the world. And tomorrow, the Holy Father is asking us, the Vatican is asking us to do that, especially for peace. It all connects. Praise be to God that he's still giving us this opportunity. Let's not let it pass by. God bless you. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. 
Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.